This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Abudai, welcome everyone. We are, um, we are learning tonight a, a vital lesson, like always, like always. We always bringing out a major lesson. Now to this, I'm going to focus on a piece that I read in the Zohar. And I want to read it to you word for word. What the Hafez Hayim says, quoting the Zohar, and how important this is. Like, no joke. Uh, this is wild. But first, we're going to start, like the Parashat Shavua says, Im Now this parasha speaks about, if you keep the Torah, you'll be blessed. If you go against the Torah, there'll be curses. But if you see the curses... It's wild. I'm telling you now. Like, literally, if you would go through the parasha, even, I remember one year, like, I was going to, to give somebody Aliyah Shabbat. He's like, Rabbi, I hope that's not the Aliyah of the curses. You know, I was like, no, 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 no. I wouldn't give it to you. I'll give it to that guy. But now you're not joking. <laughs> I told him, I told him, usually what happens is, the, the, in our shul, what works is, the Baal Kore usually takes it. And he says, I'm reading it, I'm reading it. I'm not, it's not coming to me, but I'm reading it. But nobody wants those, that, that, the cur- Torah is Torah. But the curse, those curses, if you read it, oh, oh my goodness. I, should I read you one? Just one? I'll read you one? It's, it speaks about, it speaks about over here, that, One of the curses, if you go through it, you'll see it. It's like, you'll, you'll just run away. If you don't keep the Torah and you're going against God, it's like, you'll run away and you don't even know what you're running from. You're just like running. Like you're always paranoid. Somebody's gonna, 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 gonna hurt me. Somebody's gonna hit me. Somebody's gonna, gonna, gonna murder me. Somebody's gonna this. So you're always paranoid. Meanwhile, nobody's running after you. But it's like a mental thing. It's the craziest thing that you can imagine. It's like you're running away. And, 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 and like, what am I running away from? You look behind, nothing's there, nobody's there. Well, it's a paranoia that people always afraid, you're afraid to live. It's like just crazy. And therefore the Torah is, is specifically going out of its way and telling you, be careful. Right before Matan Torah, every time you'll always have Parashat Dehokotai, right by Shavuot time. Why? That was the giving of the Torah. You want? Keep the Torah? You do it well? Hashem will give you amazing blessings. He'll bless you so much you can't even believe. And the Torah specifically speaks it out. Also, Berachot. Right? And we know also Berachah. It says on Dav Tetamur Aleph in Mesechet Anitam, top of the page. Very simple. Aser, Te'aser. What does that mean? Give Ma'aser, Bishvishet Te'asher. This is known everywhere. So there's Berachot, a tremendous bracha that is given when you keep the Torah. However, Rashi explains over here, It says in the Torah, Keep my mitzvot. So, so what's umbukukotai telechu? If it says keep the mitzvot. So listen to these, these words that Rashi are golden. Every single yeshiva in the world speaks about this Rashi. In the world, it's one of the most famous Rashis in the whole entire yeshiva world, in the whole entire world. What does it say? Shitiyu 
עמלים בתורה. Work hard for Torah. Understand the Torah. Don't toil in the Torah. Not just, you know, sometimes a person goes to class, you know, it's just chill time. Relax. Let me hear the rabbi say some jokes, say some, uh, some stories, say some hadosh. Uh, That's great. That's very good. But then there's toiling. Then there's like, let me get, uh, let me get in it. Let me get involved in the Torah itself. Now, let me quote you. Let me tell you, I'll start off with a story and I'll quote you a Zohar. How important it is to know the Torah itself. Whatever you're going to learn, know it well. Know it well. Now, I said this once. I said that you, you're learning in Gemara, Mesech, let's say, know it well. Know whatever Torah you're learning well. I said it once. And there was, there was one person out there that knows me, one, one guy that knows me out there, and he gave me, he knows me well, and he gave me a, a message. He said, he said, you know, you said that, I got so inspired, he went ahead and he learned a Mesechet very, very well. He said, this is going to be my Mesechet very, very well. Why? Because it's brought down. The rabbis teach us, the rabbis teach us, it's brought down that, like this. Rabbi Ruderman. Anybody here, Rabbi Rudiman? Rabbi Rudiman, he was the Rosh Yeshiva of the Baltimore Yeshiva. Everybody hold the Nei Yisrael? You heard of the Baltimore Yeshiva, one of the biggest, one of the biggest Yeshivas, the Baltimore Yeshiva. Nei Yisrael Rudiman. And towards the end of his life, he had an a, a eye operation, eye surgery in his eye. And the doctor was a religious man and says, I'm not sending you back to Yeshiva right away. I know you, you're the big, one of the big rabbis, the biggest rabbis out there, and I know your style is that you're going to go straight back to the yeshiva and you're going to just learn. But your eyes need a break. Your eyes need a break. You just came out of the surgery. So uh, the rabbi said, because his love of the Torah was so great, and he couldn't stop learning, the rabbi. Like when he was, he knew, forget about how much he knew. And he tells, he tells the doctor, the religious doctor, let me tell you something. How about if I read over, if I could read over to you right now, Gemara and Ketubot, the whole page. It's good, that means I can see good, I can go back to the yeshiva, right now, I have to write after the surgery. He's like, uh, he says, sure. He says, uh, the doctor passes him the Gemara Ketubot, and uh, Rabbi Rudiman, he starts uh, reading over the Gemara. Da, 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 da. Says he finishes the page. They're good? We, re- we did it right? He says, the doctor tells the rabbi, you did it 100% right. But still, I'm not allowing you to go to the Shiva. You know why? He says, what happened? He says, I gave you Mesechet Kedushin. <laughs> He knew the Rabbi Rudiman knew so the Gemara. He knew the Gemara so well that you could give him a different Gemara, and he knew the whole thing. You see, when we say know it well, we mean know it well. You know, you ever you ever see a a, a big big um, um, sports fan? 
anybody know of a sports fan that you know in your mind? Or remember when you were like in the fifth grade or sixth grade or whatever grade you were in, and he had that one kid that knew the, if he was in baseball, he knew the batting history of this, da, 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 da. or if he was in basketball, every NBA, all this guy. I remember one time my third, there was a third grader once. I was just making something, I was giving a class for young guys. Third grader. I said something about the NBA. I said, and his jersey number is 33, whatever, 20. I said something like that. It's like, no, Rabbi, it's this. And, and, and if you go to his team, it's that. I knew everything. Whoa, I'm sorry. You know? The Torah, you have to understand, it's Devar Hashem. It's the word of God. You understand that if it's the word of God, you have to know it well. Now, the Torah, when it says over here, it's not just, we want you to keep the mitzvot. But that's not enough. You have to learn the Torah with toil. It might be difficult. It might be hard. It might be hard. Go ask any person sitting down learning a Gemara. It's not the easiest thing. And you go back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, this, that, that, this, that, that, that. By the time you're done, you're just like, what's going on over here? It's not easy. It's not easy. However, it's extremely rewarding. Extremely rewarding. What I mean to say, on Tisha B'Av, on the holiest day, on the saddest day, I should say, on the saddest day of the year, Tisha B'Av, what does it say over there? You're not allowed to learn Torah. Question is why? Why? The Pasuk says, Pekudeh Hashem Yesharim Vesamche Lev. What does that mean, Vesamche Lev? What does that mean? And it gives some ha to your heart. You become happy. You become rejuvenated. No matter what position are you in your life, you learn that Torah, you become Vesamcha, you become happy. Now, this a lot of people don't know what I'm about to tell you now. If you look at the Gemara Mesechet Anit towards the end in Perek Revi'i, where it speaks about this halakha about Tisha B'Av not learning, you'll see there's an opinion over there. There's an opinion over there that says which Torah we're talking about that you cannot learn. There's one opinion that says new Torah. A person starts a new Mesechet of Gemara. A person's learning a new Mishnah. According to one opinion, the Gemara says you're allowed. Imagine. Everybody knows what you mean. You can't learn Torah. Everybody's uh, uh, shurim all day. But, 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 but you open up a Gemara, open up a Mishnah. There's only a few Gemara, very, very few allowed regarding the Hodbar Metamikdash. Otherwise, not allowed to learn. But according to one opinion, the Malachi, two opinions. One opinion of the Malachi is, if you never learned it before, you're allowed. We don't hold like that. We hold of the other opinion. But, it says you didn't learn it like that, you're allowed. The question is, why? Why am I allowed? You say, can I shut the door, please? Why am I allowed? You say to yourself, why am I allowed? It doesn't make sense to me. I thought you said... 
Pekude Hashem Yesharim Misamhen Ev. Learning Torah is so sweet. Learning Torah is amazing. So if learning Torah is so amazing, so what's going on right now? Why is it that we're telling you that if it's something new, you are allowed? You know, you know what Rashi says over there? Rashi says, because when you're learning something new, for the first time, a Gemara or Mishnah, something like that, or even Hamash, you're learning it the first time, it's sa'ad a little bit because it's difficult a little bit. You got to use your brain. Lazy people, they're lazy. You know, ADD is equals laziness. Facts, by the way. Facts. ADD. Ever hear? Remember you were in school? They, they, there's always one kid. For sure there's one guy over here. For sure ADDDD, right? Right? For sure. I know. In school it's like that. Right? How many times we had a kid in the, in the school, they said, what's ADD? What, what is this? Attention Deficiency Disorder, ADD, it's a new, new item over there. Equals laziness, that's what it is. Because if you take that same kid and, and, and you put him in a video game that he loves, the guy is glued like that. And then the mother gets a call from the school. Oh, your son is ADD, he needs to put on Ritalin. There's something called Ritalin so you can focus the brain. Meanwhile, the, the mother's like, he's focused. Look at him, the guy is on this video game for 45. I tell him, come up for dinner, come up for dinner, come up for dinner, come up for dinner. He doesn't even hear me. He can focus. The answer is something that he's interested in, he'll focus. So it's upon the teacher, I'm not blaming no teacher out there, but upon the teacher to get him focused. If you have to focus on that kid and uh, focus on that kid, and it's on the student, not to be lazy. You focus. That's why. Right away, I can tell a person when I'm learning Gemara with them, Mishnah with them, I can tell right away. If, if, and, and, any, and any rabbi I can tell right away if the person is lazy thinking or not lazy thinking. Is he into it or not? You use your brain a little bit, you'll be able to focus. And, and like that, yeah, in the beginning, you'll have that sa'ad of the first time. And you have to rack up your brain. You know, you have uh, muscles in your brain, right? You have the, the neurons, you have all these things. But when you do do that, and when you go get it, when you understand what you're learning, and how you review it, you feel good. I know it. You feel good. Ah, this is beautiful. Torah is so sweet. They asked Rabor of Bear Leibowitz, what's your Ganeide? What do you imagine Ganeide? What would you want in your Ganeide? You know, you ever hear Rabor of Bear Leibowitz? The Brikach Muel, very big gaon, very big gaon. They asked him, you ever see his sefarim? Go try, try read. Try read one, one of his sefarim, one, one item of his sefer. I remember me and my habruta, we sat there literally for one week straight from 9.30 to 1 every single day for one week. Besides Shabbat, from Sunday to Friday, Thursday. Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Thursday. Three hours straight, we're going over and over, 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 over. They said, the brother, the, the, they asked the rabbi, what do you want you going to add there? Tell me, you're going to go after 120, what do you want? You know what he said? I want a shtender, and I want my gemara nedarim with the run. This is what he said. Ah, he said, so rabbi, you know, you see, they're going to, there better be some crazy islands over there. There better be some palm trees. There better be like those coconuts. And I don't know, like, like coconut falls down, puts the thing, and I was, you know, I got to be crazy stuff in there. Oh, my, you know? 
I'm not just doing all this mitzvot for, for, for Gemara. I want more. That, that's what we say. But the Birkat Shmuel of Baruch had such a love for learning that, that, that he couldn't stop. I, 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 give me a Gemara, I'm happy. Give me a Gemara. They asked Rav Shach. You know Rav Shach? He passed away over 100 years old. He was Rosh Hashimah They asked Rav Shach, they asked him, Rabbi, explain to us what's Gehinam. This, what, this is what he said. What's Gehinam? I want to explain to him. So, oh, you know what the Gehinam is? I'll tell you what Gehinam is. It's on like a Friday night. Back in the day, they had like, you know those, those lights that, that, that um, um, you know, the, the timer lights? You know what I'm talking about? There's a timer, the lights go off, there's that, you know, at a certain time. Biggest gay now. What's the biggest, what's the biggest gay now? He says, when I'm in the middle of a Rambam, and I'm figuring out the Rambam, and I'm in it Friday night, and all of a sudden, click! The, 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 I can't see, where's the lights? He's looking, where's the lights? I can't, I can't. That's, that's gay. You, you don't understand it. They were addicted to the Torah. They were addicted. Take any person that's addicted to anything. Anything. He'll go wild. You ever seen, did anybody ever see an addict in, of anything? You ever see an addict? I remember there was an addict over here. I remember, I'll never forget this. A few years back, I, one person brought him in, and we're learning sure. All of a sudden he goes in, goes out, goes in, goes out. He's walking outside, walking inside, walking outside, walking outside, walking to the side, walking to the back. Walking. So God, I couldn't concentrate on the shiur. I'm thinking, what's going on over here? I couldn't believe it. Every three and a half minutes, I, 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 I really couldn't focus, you know? I, fast forward about a year later, I see him on King's Highway. I said, I, he says, Rabbi, I apologize. He goes, Rabbi, I apologize. I said, Apologize for what? He said, I'm sure you remember. I was like, what do you mean? Remember that time, about a few months ago, I came to Yeshua, and I was just going up, back, and forth. My friend brought me the first time to the Yeshua in my life. He said, my first time in my life. And I was going back and forth, back and forth. I said, yeah, yeah, yeah. And now, of course, I can't forget that. <laughs> he tells me that he's addicted to a certain drug, he said. He's addicted so much that he can't go for a few minutes Without that, he just can't. It's just an addiction that he has so badly that that he, could, he can't stop. Until he went to rehab, he cleaned himself out, he came back, he apologized. Man, he He's addicted. Addicted can't stop. We have to take that addiction of Hasrulam bad and turn it into good. We have to be addicted to the Torah. What's my addiction? What are you addicted to? You know, people are addicted to sugar. They're addicted to alcohol, they're addicted to smoking, they're addicted to who knows what. What are we addicted to? <laughs> to the Torah. Wow, what's my addiction? <laughs> Torah. What, what, uh, I'm a Torah, what do you call it? Torah alcoholic? What is it? Torah what? Torah-holic, yeah? Torah-holic, yeah? What are you? What are you? I'm a Torah-holic. Like, what? What's going on over here? Torah is my addiction. When you understand that, when you know that, Hashem is my addiction. Where I'm addicted to doing whatever He wants. Where I'm, I'm, I'm so wildly in love with Hashem that nothing in the world could bother me except if I'm ruining my relationship with God. You heard that? Nothing in my life. I'm so in love with Hashem that the only thing that could bother me is if my relationship is being tainted. If you think like that, I could promise you that nobody in your lifetime will ever hurt your feelings again in your life. You know, you know what we just said? 
So people, oh, Rabbi, you hurt my feelings. You hurt my feelings. This person hurt my feelings. My neighbor hurt my feelings. If you're so infatuated with love with Hashem, nothing will bother you except one thing. What's the one thing that will bother you? One thing. Huh? My relationship. Is, 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 is it getting better? It got worse. Oh my goodness. Did, did, I, did I do the right thing, Hashem? Did I not do the right thing, Hashem? This is what I want to do, Hashem. I want to make a bracha. I want to make a bracha with kavanah. Did I do it? Did I not do it? Oh my goodness. And in the whole, your whole life is that. And if, whatever you're doing, you can have that in mind. A guy's going to work and is that. Hashem, I'm going, you speak to Hashem. I'm going to work right now because I need to support my family. I need to support myself. I need, I need money. Whatever it is. Whatever it may be. Whatever it is. You, you get addicted to that lifestyle of that's what it is. That's the addiction. That's the addiction. It's a good addiction. It's like one of those things like, what else can I do for you, Hashem? What else? Tell me, what else? What else? You know, Hafez Haim, when he finished the Mishnah Berurah, you know what Mishnah, you know what he did after Mishnah Berurah? You know what he did? He picked up all this, but he worked for 25 to 30 years on the Mishnah Berurah. Imagine, 25 to 30 years on the Mishnah Berurah. Hafez Haim. He picks up the Mishavara and says, Hashem, look what you did for me. What can I do for you? Yeah. Hey, what's going on? Imagine you learned the whole Shas. It takes you, let's say, 10 years, 20 years, 15 years. You did the whole Shas and, and he took you day and night, 15 hours, 10 hours a day. And he, fought, he finished finally and he like, Hashem, what are you going to say, Hashem? Wow, look what I did for you, Hashem. That's what you would say. Right? Look what I did for you, Hashem. No, Hashem, look what you did for me. That's what he said. Well, you, you know why? Because we can't do it ourselves. You think that you could do mitzvot by yourself? You can't do it. I can't do it. You think that you could make me do ayadayim uh, just like that? You think so? I was at a, I was at a person's uh, uh, house once. And they told the person, make me do ayadayim. Regular, regular. Make me do It was like talking to... Oh, oh, wait, wait, make me do They found out later on one of the neurons in his brain wasn't connecting with the other neuron and he, he was trying to make Netanyahu Daim but since this neuron didn't hit that neuron, he couldn't go to make Netanyahu Daim. Because you need neurons over there. He had to take a medication. He went to the doctor after. Took a medication and it connects. You think you'd go make Netanyahu Daim but Hashem, one neuron that's it, finished. I was an eyewitness to this story, by the way. I saw it in my own eyes. Make the line. The brother, like this. He's going like this. He was moving like this, literally. I was in the room. He's going like this. I couldn't go. Hey, I thought he was guessing. Oh, like, what's going on over here? You know, like, he's doing like a magic show. Look at I can do. Move this, that, that. I thought it was serious. After Shabbat, I got a call, whatever, the next day, two days later, he went to see a doctor. One of the things weren't connecting with another piece of the brain, and he couldn't go to glad dying. And you think, you know, I, I, can, I can do that. So I miss how you lifted up the Mishnah right and said, Hashem, look what you did. What can I do for you? But when you do that, when you have an addiction with Hashem, whatever He wants to do, I want to do, Hashem sends us that you will be able to do it. You'll be able to do everything. But what? We have to be addicted to that love. We have to be addicted to the Torah. That's what we have to be addicted to. That's what they do. And that's why the Torah over here, what does it say? You want all the Barachot? Oh, yeah. It's what you must keep. But Ashi explains over here the Limut Torah. 
They're working hard for the Torah. You know, working hard, part of working hard is also, a lot of men, you have to understand, it's not so easy to wake up early in the morning to go and learn Torah. It's not that easy. But a lot of men do it. Many. men. It became, Baruch Hashem, it became in our lifetime something that we can see that men do it. Let's go. When we have class, Rabbi, let's do it. Same thing at night. You know how hard it is at night where a person's, whatever it is, he, uh, shut that Kadesh, please. You know how, how, how hard it is? Uh, 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 a person's all day, whatever he's doing, and all of a sudden he comes home, he eats a little bit. I saw, I saw Mullah and I. I saw a working man. I saw him his, I came, he came, he said, Rabbi, can you pass by my house for a second? Uh, you know, this guy passed by. I see him. He has, his, he has his briefcase, this, that, that. He's dead tired. He came home like eight or something like that. And he just ate real quickly. And he came, I said, where, I said, where are you going? He's like, my, my shoe now. I was like, you're not dead tired from the whole day? Look at you. Look. He says, Rabbi, I got to do it. Day and night, I have to learn. I have to do my night learning. It was, became a thing. I was like, wow, this is impressive. It's a very big zikut. Imagine that. You want my want to relax and chill and this, that. But this is what it is in life, Avotai. Im behokotai telechu. Work hard for the Torah. Now let me give you one piece of advice from the Zohar Kadosh. Okay? Listen to what I'm telling you. Okay. It says, first of all, and I quote, "The ita bezora kadosh." Listen to listen to this. This is gold. Hai man de yarit mesechet kada yarit alma kada. Period. Umuval lekom ki yarit mesechet lo nikrakim kashem bakiba hetev bekanui lo benavsho. You know what that means? If you learn, the Zohar says, Hayman deyarit mesechet chada, if you yoresh one mesechet, one mesechet, yarit alma chada, you'll be granted in Shaman, you'll be rewarded, you'll be yoresh, you'll inherit an entire world in Shaman. You hear what's going on? Let me, let me explain that again. What's a world? By the way, we believe this, by the way. Shai Olamot. You ever hear of Shai Olamot? At the end of the Ukatsin, I believe. Check out Mishnayot Ukatsin. At the end of that, they'll explain. Kol Tzadik Vesadik. Yesh lo Shai Olamot. What's Shai Olamot? 310 words. What's, what's these worlds? If you know a Gemara well, know it well, then you'll be Yoresh, a whole world. A whole world is not America. America is part of the world. You Yoresh, Canada, Yoresh, Europe, Yoresh, the old Middle East, Yoresh, all these things. Now, you might ask me, Rabbi, what are you talking about? You, you don't realize what Allah Abba is about. You don't realize what Allah Abba is about. It's not this world. Our mind is a gvul. You know what gvul means? It's, it's limited to the borders that we see. Whatever we see it is, that's what it is. You see the, the, the whole world, that's what you see. But you didn't see Olam Abba. You didn't see Gan Eden. There was a rabbi in the Gemara 
There was a rabbi in the Gemara, and there was a whole back and forth with the rabbi that he had a dream. And in his dream, Hash is a Gemara, Mesechet as well, in the third period. Who was it? Rabbi Eliezer. Rabbi Eliezer Batzadok, I believe. Lazar Ishbata. Lazar Ishbata. Was it Ishbata? I gotta check out the Gemara. If you give me a Gemara, I can, I can tell you which rabbi. But the rabbi, he, 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 he fainted, and he had a dream. And in that dream, he, he had a, Hashem was in his dream. And this rabbi was extremely poor. Extremely poor. And he was so poor that, you know, I, they, blood let, they, they, they take out blood sometimes. Like that, that, was, the, that was the medication med, med, medication back in the day to, to take out blood. And that will filter out the blood, everything like that. He took out the blood. And he needed something to eat. He didn't have money to eat. He saw a leftover clove of garlic. And he ate that clove of garlic. And he fainted. And in that fainting process, he had a dream. Hashem came to him. And uh, he tells Hashem, How long is this poverty going to last? He says. Hashem says, You want me to change the whole world so your mazal will be at this point? No, no, no. No. He first asked him another question. He says, did I live most of my life yet or no? So yeah, you live most of your life. I live most of my life. Okay, fine. I'll live the rest of the life. Then I'm fine. No problem. So he says, okay. Hashem says, Biskut, you don't want me to change everything like that. You want it to be as is? Because it was, it was crazy. Hashem was telling me to change this, change that, change that. It's like a big thing in Chamoy. He says, I'm going to give you 13 rivers in Shemaim, 13 rivers. Now you say, you're learning about, like, what are you talking about? 13, this, like what kind of rivers is he talking about? The highest grade level of, you, you ever smell something like, <gasps> anybody, anybody smell like something like, whoa, this is, this is out of control? It happened to me today, by the way. I was walking on East 13th Avenue, J, East 13th, East 14th. I don't know what it was. I think it was a flower. I don't know, somebody's walking around flowers. like, holy cow, what is that? It was like such a sick smell. Like, I, well, oh my goodness. And I was just thinking about this Gemara. It was 13 of rivers of balsam, of all these different types of smell like that will make you go crazy for the smell. 13 rivers. What's going on? When it says over here, Olam, it means a world. It doesn't mean a, 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 a thing. It doesn't mean a town. It doesn't mean New York. It means a world. If you know one Mesechet, you know a world. Now you should do it. Everyone should do it. No one Mesechet. I had a sefer, 300 years old sefer. It said in the sefer, back in the day, there was something called Olam Abba Mesechet. What's Olam Abba Mesechet? This is the Mesechet that they take into Olam Abba. Because they know it so well. They know it like, shoo, anything you want, boom, 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 boom. Great, if you know the whole shots and you can do the whole shots, do it! But at least one. At least one. Now, a person is too old for that. He says, Abba, I'm listening to your class. I'm 95 years old or... I'm a lady, what should I do? If you're married, encourage your husband. You know what? For my 10th anniversary, instead of getting the maternity band, you know what the, the, is it, hey? They give them a maternity band? What are they, am I right or no? What do they give them, maternity band? Huh? Says no, give me a mesechet. <laughs> Trust me, if you're like, listen, I'd rather get you 10 maternity bands. You know, I need to go back and forth. No, no, no. Give me a mesechet. That's what I want. You want my 10th anniversary? This is what I want. My 25th anniversary? This is what I want. I want my second from you. 
Wow! You know, you're Helik Behelik. You know that, right? Your partner's in Shemayim also. Also in this world, right? In this world, your partner's in the next world, your partner's. Well, you're not partners. All of a sudden, in this world, your partner's in the next world, you're not partners. Your partner's in the next world, too. What do you think? Not a joke. Partners is forever. You know, in the marriage, when they get married, that's it forever. This world, the next world. Something like, Rabbi, no, not the next world. Yes, this world, the next world. <laughs> yes. Yes. Make sure you have Shalom Bayit here. <laughs> Make sure you have the Shalom Bayit. It's the truth. It's the truth. But let's say a person says, I can't, I'm 95 years old. I have an idea for you. Hire somebody. Hire somebody. Hire somebody. I'm going to pay you. This is what I'm going to do. And if you need help doing that, I'll get you somebody. Melina, I'll get you somebody. You can email me if you want. I'll get you, hire you somebody that this person is designated to learn a form of second. Know it very, very well. You can email me, rabbipalachi at gmail.com. R-A-B-B-I-P-A-L-A-C-C-I at gmail.com. Melina, I'll hire you somebody. And, 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 but you do it yourself. I'm talking about if, if the person can, he's very old, or even if he's not so old, he wants to do it and he also wants to get more. Okay, well, we can get double, you can, get double, you can double down. You never double down in your life. You know, you got double down. Okay, I'm, I'm going to do it. I'm going to get another person to do it. Hook it up. No problem, I'll do it. Well, you get somebody yourself. That's the truth. I'm telling you the honest truth. You want a whole world in Shamayim? I, I want a lot of worlds. That's the truth. I'm telling you straight. I want a lot. I'm trying to do every single mistake. like, know it well. It's, it's not so easy, by the way. Try it. Try it. Take one and try it again. And review it again. And review it again. And review it again. They came to Chavodiyah Yosef one time. He said, I, 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 reviewed it. I reviewed it. I still don't know it. He said, how many times did you review it? He's telling him like 10 times. 10 times. He's joking. He says, you know, when I was your age, I did it maybe 60 times in one month. 60 times in one. In, in six months, it's 60 times. There was once, once where, where Pesach Tzvi Frank, he had a Habruta. And his Amutah, they learned Masechah Yevamot, I think 90, there was a certain till page 90, they did it for like, I think it was like 60 times, they did it 60 times. And after 60 times, they did it over and over and over for the first page, first 90 pages. And his Amutah says, okay, we did it 90 times from the first page to this page, let's go on, the next page, we did 60 times. After that, the rabbi said, thank you very much. He didn't learn with him anymore. So I'll review it again and again. I'll review it again and again. I'll review it again and again. If you look over here, the Gaon of Vilna knew the, the way he would say the Mesechet, forget about it. He knew how many times it was a Mahaloka between a Meir and a Biosi. He knew every single, he knew it backwards. They came one time to the Gaon. They told, they told somebody, the Gaon of Vilna knows the whole Torah. And we have, we have somebody else in the town that also knows the whole Shas, the whole Torah. Says, who? This man, he knows the whole Shas. He knows the whole thing. He knows the whole Torah. Says, he knows it like the Gaon of Vilna. The Gaon of Vilna knows the whole Torah. He also knows the whole Torah. So the guy tells him, no, no, he doesn't know like the Gaon of Vilna. He says, what do you mean? If I tell you I know the whole Torah, and you know the whole Torah, so how do you know it better than me? If I know it and you know it, what does it mean? So the guy tells him like this. Okay, you know Asher Shvevetecha by heart? He says, yeah, say it. Asher Shvevetecha, okay, fine, he finishes. Okay, you done? Done. Okay, now say it backwards now. Go backwards. Go backwards. Backwards. Say that Could you do it? He says, no. He says, the Gaon of Vilna could do the whole Torah backwards, forwards, whatever you want. Forwards, backwards, this, that, that, whatever you want. He knew the whole Torah. What do you think? What do you think? This is a great lesson that we have. We have to do the best that we 
can do it. That's what we have to do. Try your best. But put in the work for it. Put in the toil for it. Like it's saying, to you, Review the shiur. Send it out. You liked it. You enjoyed it. Go over the shiur. Really, it's important shiur. We said tonight, encourage other people to, to steiging and to be addicted to HaKadosh Baruch You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.